Hello and welcome to the Inner Know podcast with Janelle Bridge, where we talk about everything spiritual development. Let's go. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to my podcast. So today I'm going to start um, addressing some of the questions that you guys submitted by Instagram about the things that you really want to learn about. So the first one that really spirit directed me to and maybe I will com- maybe I'll get a form up where you guys can submit topics that you'd like me to talk about on the podcast. But I'm digressing. I'm going all over the shop up in here. Is yes, right? How do we begin to love ourselves? How do we begin to love ourselves? And I thought that is such an interesting question. And I'm going to speak into this from my own personal journey. So um, my own personal journey with self-love. Bec- and the reason I speak from my own personal journey is because that I have permission to share from my own self, right? And I know my journey deeply. And I guess what I, I can share what I coach people through in this subject as well. But the first thing that I'd love you to do is to just for a second, think about if I say to you out of zero to 100%, what level of love do you have for yourself? And I just want you to picture that in your mind. So if you're in front of me, if we're in a coaching session, I know what you're picking. (laughs) And I always know. I always know. It's always spot on. So for me, I feel that maybe 10 years ago, that would have been 30%, maybe 40%, right? Whereas for me now, it's between 80 and 90. Depends on whereabouts I am in my bleed cycle. (laughs) I'm in the luteal phase at the moment. So we might be a strong 75, but The reason I love myself more now is not because I'm better, right? I'm actually far worse in many areas, but it's not because I'm better or I have achieved a status that allows me to love myself or that is worthy of love. It's that I see myself for who I am and I'm real with myself and I accept myself as I am, right? So when we talk about self-acceptance, we kind of feel a little bit like it's kind of like giving up, right? Oh, you're giving up on yourself. And in some ways you are. In some ways you are. So for me, like self-love to me was like eating only clean food and going to the gym so that I could be the fittest, skinniest version of myself, right? But I was fucking miserable. And I was taking photos of my belly every single day, progress photos, and comparing it and seeing how it was showing up today versus how it was showing up you know, yesterday. And I did get to a point where I started to do it once a week, which was a little bit more smart, but we're women, right? We're cyclical beings. I have the Stardust app. This is not sponsored, but the Stardust app is epic. And that will, it sends you like little um, reminders every day. And my reminder yesterday was like, you're literally a human thermos. Like you're retaining so much water at the moment. Like don't, don't judge yourself. We are supposed to, we're supposed to change. Anyway, I digress. I was trying to love myself by making myself worthy of love, right? So making myself self look better be better behave better achieve more make more money have the house more clean make my kids behave better oh I love myself because I'm I'm holding myself to high standards fuck no fuck no you know and I think that if you're a parent and I know many of you guys who listen to me are we parent in a way well I hope we do for me I I parent in a way that I would like to be parented myself so we can really parent ourselves. <laughs> I don't even talk today. You know, we should be parenting ourselves 
in a kind way as we would parent our children is really what I feel. So if you wouldn't say to your child, what the fuck are you doing eating that? You're so fat. No one's going to love you. And I really fucking hope you would never say that to your child. Do not have that as a thought process within your head, right? Do not have that as a thought process within your head. And let me tell you one more thing is even if you don't say it, even if you never show it, even if your kids never, ever witness it, if that goes on in your brain, it goes on in theirs. They are an energetic extension of us, right? So if you've got shit like that going on in your brain, best we sort it because your kids will your kids will suffer through that. And I say this with so much love. And one of the reasons that I say this, right, is because my beautiful daughter, she was about seven, she went on a diet and I was fucking mortified. She wouldn't eat any sugar. She'd only eat healthy foods. And I was mortified. And I was like, where the hell is this coming from? I was so upset about it. And so this was only three years ago. So I'd come a long way in my self-love journey and I'd never, ever talked about diets or weight loss or, or um, I'd never said anything nasty about my body in front of my kids or anything like that. But here was my daughter on a diet. And I took her to the kinesiologist and essentially it came up that this was my own energetic beliefs about myself were showing up in my kid. And fuck yeah, they were. And as soon as we cleared them from me, they cleared from her. So we owe it to ourselves to do the work, to love ourselves as we are. That doesn't mean that we go, oh yeah, I'm just going to be a slob forever. For me, it was very physical. It was very physical, my self-love journey. It was like, if I look gross, I am gross and therefore no one loves me and I don't love myself. That was, and that's disgusting, right? I'm so forthright with you guys and I'm so vulnerable in what I share because it's so important because you sit in front of me in a coaching space and I ask you to share the depths of what's on your heart, but I have to be like, I have to do that myself, right? So for me, it was very much, it was, um, it was shallow stuff, but it was also like success and proving my worth. And I guess for me to be worthy as a wife or as a woman, I needed to look good. I needed, to, I don't want to punch myself in the face of being like this. I wanted to look, I needed to look good. I needed to, you know, have a decent body. My house needed to be organized. I needed to be cooking healthy meals. And it also needed to be running a business empire, you know, and I needed to be the kindest, most loving fucking human in the world. So anytime I wasn't any of that, which is a lot of the fucking time because I was under so much pressure. I hated myself. So, you know, neurospicy kids and me having a meltdown and not being that calm, kind mother that I wanted to be resulted in me fucking having a panic attack because I hated myself because I wasn't being good enough, right? And so as I posted this week with Lena in my boxing, the affirmation that my body asked from me was like, I am fucking good enough. So this is stuff that's still kind of, you know, furrows around deep in my gut. So what I really had to do was accept myself as human. So accepting myself as human, accepting yourself as human makes us realize that we are going to make mistakes. We are going to be bitchy sometimes, right? We are going to snap. We are going to lose our shit at our kids sometimes. As much as we don't want to, as much as you might have done all the work in the world and have all the most self-regulating tools, being a parent is so fucking hard and sometimes you're going to lose your shit and it's that simple. Then it's up to us how we repair, right? I wasn't even repairing in this moment because I hated myself so much that I was convincing myself that, you know, um, in those moments I was convincing myself that my kids would be better off without me. So it's ridiculous because we teach our kids how to be human and how to accept themselves as human and then how to repair after they make a human mistake. So you know, I guess what comes with being human is that we are going to yell at our kids at some point. I'm not saying go and yell at your kids. I'm just saying, if you do, 
give yourself grace, go and repair the situation and move forward. Learn from it, move forward, right? We are going to snap at our husbands. We just are. They're annoying. (laughs) We love them, but like co-parenting with someone or coexisting with someone in such close proximity means that we are going to have moments where we snap at them. We are going to snap at our friends. We are going to have moments where we are not the best friend that we could be. We are going to have moments where we feel like failures. We are going to have moments where we fail massively, dramatically. We are going to have moments where we look in the mirror and think, I do not recognize when did you, I didn't, I, I didn't, I don't recognize you. When did you let yourself go? We're going to have moments where we look in the mirror and go, I don't think anyone's going to love you because look at you. Gross. We're going to have those moments, right? I still have them. I do the work all the time. I still have those moments, but I don't define myself in those moments. We'll have those moments where we go to try on our clothes and they don't fit. We're like, oh, we, we have the choice, right? To be like, oh shit. Or like, oh my God, I'm such a failure. You know, we have those moments and it's all about our self-talk and it's about retraining ourselves. So for me, having a very high standard for myself meant that I achieved those high standards in a lot of areas of my life, right? So when I say that I'm worse now than I was then, that's because I'm not meeting those standards anymore. But am I happier? Yes. Do I love myself more? Yes. Is that because I'm better? No. Right? Overall, I'm going to say, yes, I am a better person than I was was then, right? But did I achieve higher marks in each of those fields that I was rating myself in? Fuck no. Fuck no. I reckon me from four years ago would be fucking horrified with me today. What? You're only making that much money? What? You're only working that many days a week? What? This is how much you weigh now and you're happy with that. What? Your forehead's moving. You know, all of those kind of things. She would be like, you've really let yourself go. Whereas for me, I'm like, I'm more myself than I've ever been. I'm more myself than I've ever been. And don't get me wrong. I'm always going, okay, yep, we have let that slip. Let's rein that back in. Oh, yep, we need to be doing better here. Awesome. But I'm witnessing and I'm acknowledging that life is a fucking spiral. Being a human is a spiral. We are riding a slippery slope. We're going to go through things like grief. We're going to go through things like depression. We're going to have anxiety at some point in our life. We're going to have body image blues. We're going to have moments where we don't have much money. We're going to have moments where we have lots of money. We are here to experience. And I know for a fact that I signed the dotted line going, give me the full extent of the human experience, right? And I'm getting it and I'm like, oh my God, I'm tired. (laughs) So we're going to have moments where we tell someone to fuck off or we're not in body and love and light. We are human. We are human. And if you think about, so that would be step number one in learning to love yourself more is accepting your humanness, accepting that you do not have to be perfect to be loved. That is the number one thing. But I'd love you to write down that number that came up for you earlier today. Love you to write that down. The second is start recognizing your wins. Start recognizing the good, right? So this is something that I really struggled with as well. I remember my coach said to me like, can you name a compliment that you've received? And I was like, fuck, no. And I felt really uncomfortable when I did remember one. I just felt really wanky sharing it. And she's like, right, can you remember can you um can you remember a negative comment? And I was like, oh fuck yeah, I remember this. And I remember people used to call me this and I remember blah, blah, blah. And I remember and I remember and I remember. And so the nature of us humans is that we compile 
any negative comments that we receive as absolute truth. We put it in an evidence bag, we keep it, we never let go of it because it's so important and it's so true, right? And it could never, ever be skewed. It is evidence. It is fucking scientific and it is the truth. And we store it and we store it forever. So the opposite is true of the compliments that we receive. So someone could say to me, I don't know, what could they say to me? You're a terrible psychic. You're not accurate at all. And I'm like, fuck, evidence bag. This is what I used to do to start my business. Now it doesn't happen, but if it did, I'd laugh. But I would like literally be like, that is the truth. And I might have had 100 positive reviews to one negative person and the 100 positive reviews would be non-evidential in my mind. Oh, they're just trying to be nice, you know. Oh, they're just, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. But that one negative would be the full truth to me. Now, if we think of that with our appearance, because I'm generally speaking to women, shout out to the dudes that listen to this potty. But, you know, if someone says to you, you you look beautiful, we're like, thank you, so do you. And we don't really even let it kind of permeate through our chest. But if someone said to you, you look disgusting in that dress, you're going to remember it forever, aren't you? You're going to make it so big. If someone says, you have a banging bod, you'd be like, oh, thanks. And it would feel really nice. If someone said to you, your body is awful, you would hold on to that forever. You would hold on to that forever. And I can't remember what the science is. I think it's like eight positive comments outdo one negative comment. Um, But I feel like when it's on our sore points, it's way more than that. For me, like I would need way more than eight compliments to to outweigh because I'm a words of affirmation girl probably, but to outweigh our, um, to, to outweigh a negative criticism, you know, I'm very, very sensitive with those things. So, you know, looking at, okay, where am I witnessing what I'm doing right? And often even, I guess, to do this, we write down all the things that we haven't done and then we carry over all the things that we still didn't do to the next day's to-do list. And it's like, hang on a sec, let's look at all these things I did achieve. Let's, you know, society is very wired to have us looking at the things that we didn't get to, but like, what about the things that we did? Yeah. What about the things that we did? And our brain, I was actually reading something about this the other day and like, I'm going to get it wrong, but essentially as women, part of our hormonal makeup is to make sure that we are providing the best level of care for our mates and our children possible. That's part of our hormonal biological makeup. So when we're lying in bed and we're like, oh, was I good enough? Mom said, was I good enough? Life? Maybe I could do this better. Maybe I could look better. That's part of our actual biology. <laughs> How fucking annoying is that? So we are actually programmed to like see where we could do better. So we don't need to be bullying ourselves to feel that even more, you know, to have that come through even deeper is what I'm trying to say here. So how do we begin to love ourselves? One, we recognize that we are fucking human and we are flawed and so is everyone else. Two, we start to change the focus of what we're getting right rather than what we're getting wrong. Now, this is another conversation. This is why I'm so passionate about coaching because things that coaches say to me stay with me for the rest of my life. And I only hope that I have that effect on my clients. But um, one of my coaches said to me, I was like, I'm just like, I'm running my business. So this was like COVID, me stepping into running my own business full-time away from the family business I run with my husband and my husband being like full-time dad and the kids being home like fucking full-time, which is basically just the story of my entire life at the moment. But um, I remember like just feeling like I was failing because the house was always messy, right? 
And I was working, the house was messy. I wasn't getting to the gym as much. I was providing, providing, stress, stressed, you know. Well, I wasn't getting to the gym at all because the gym was close, right? And I remember saying to my coach, like, I'm just fucking failing. And she was like, where? And I said, the housework, the laundry pile is fucking huge. I just can't get on top of it. And she was like, okay, what are you doing instead of the laundry? And I was like, what do you mean? She goes, are you sitting are you sitting on the couch instead of doing the laundry? And I was like, no. She said, what are you doing? And I was like, doing my running my business. And she's like, oh. Your business that has clients I said, yeah. She was your business that's really busy. I said, yeah. She was, ah, oh, right. Doesn't sound very failure-y to have a successful business that's so successful that you're struggling to find time to do your fucking washing. <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, perspective. Would I rather run a successful magical business or would I rather have no laundry in my laundry pile? Come on. So perspective. You know what am I doing instead of this? fuck, I didn't get to the gym today. Okay, what did I do instead of? And some days it's like I laid in bed and ate chocolate because I can and I wanted to. Cool. And that actually feels better than gym to me today. Cool. Or am I, what was I doing instead of? And so, as I say, sometimes rest is so important and more important than that. But sometimes it might be like, well, I actually played with my kids. Sometimes it might be like, I really want to tackle my kitchen, so I tackle my kitchen. Or I have just been so busy with work this week that I didn't get a chance. Or, you know, what are you doing instead? You know, and again, this is the gym is super important to me. So it's not some, I'm not like chucky fitness in the bin and don't worry about it. That's not my mentality at all. But my mentality is recognize what you're doing instead of all these things that you're so called failing at. What are you getting fucking right, my friend? What are you getting right? So if you could write a list about all the things that you're getting right, I would love that. And I'd love you to put that on your fridge. So these are just a few tips as to how we work on loving ourselves. And it's very different to what we think. Anyway, if this sounds like you, I'm actually offering some intro coaching packages. They're 99 bucks. They are one hour. We work together. You get this magic right to your face, whether that's on Zoom or in the studio in Geelong. Um, they are on sale for 99 bucks, which is ridiculous. You know, from there, you will have the opportunity to step into more regular coaching if you wanted to, um, if you wanted to look at a six-week program, but it's not something that's going to be sold to you on the day. It's literally like, let me make a difference in your life. Give me one hour of your time, please. I would love that. So I'm going to chuck the link in bio for that. Um, I can be super flexy with times as well with this because coaching is my passion passion. And I'm sure you can hear that in my voice. But anyway, my friends, have a beautiful day. Love yourself more and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.